You are listening to episode number 50 of Senior Style Guide's Real Talk Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Black. And on today's episode, I'm so excited to have Michelle Cuppy joining us. Today, Michelle and I are going to touch upon a relatively hot and controversial topic. And we're going to call this today the power of underestimation. Will you play the victim or will you prove them wrong? Hmm. Hey, Michelle, I know you're ready to dive into this and it's a fun topic and I think we've all experienced it. Yes. And I love this topic for so many reasons, namely because... I have used this uh, exact concept to help move myself forward in my business. And so that is why I love talking about underestimation so much because it's been huge for me. It's been huge for me too. I can't tell you the number of times I've been laughed at or told, what are you going to do with that? Or you're not good enough or, you know, so-and-so is better and we're going to go with them and and I could see how some people could slide into the victim role, but I am the personality type that's like, oh, wait a minute, I'm coming back. No means not yet with me. Yeah. And I think that, you know, there are definitely people like yourself, Vicki, who that just kind of comes naturally to you to say, wait a second, I'm going to prove you wrong. But what about the rest of us? And for me, I know it was really difficult at first when I I was really afraid to even start a business for fear of nobody would think that my work was good enough to pay me for it. And, you know, that's a huge leap from where I am today, from where I was, you know, four or five years ago. And um, so it took me some time to get into that mindset. But once I did, it completely changed my life and it completely changed how I do business. Okay. Can you give me an example? Yes. Well, specific examples versus, uh, you know, bigger examples, but, um, I was really interested in putting together a model team, for example. And so I started off by doing, I think what a lot of people do, which is to do like a model call and try to get girls to be interested enough to want to come and and hear about my model team. And so I did all the things and I took some photos and I put them out on social media and I did a model call and I had so many girls sign up and then just not show up. Oh no. Yeah. So that could have been I mean, it, it was a fork in the road, right? I mean, that's a turning point. It's the very first time you put all this effort into creating this experience and to putting together a meeting for girls to come and hear about what you're offering. And initially they sign up and then just you're left there like feeling like a stood up, you know, person on a date where like you got dressed up and you went out and and they and ghosted the, you and essentially. they ghosted me. And uh, that was that's a perfect example of you really have, I think, I mean, you've got more than two choices, but I feel like you've got 
really two choices there. Exactly. You know, (laughs) (laughs) you can either just say, okay, well, clearly I suck and (laughs) nobody wants to work with me and, um... I should give up this whole uh, photography idea and just go back to, I don't know, working a nine to five or something. Um, or you can take that and use it as fuel to propel yourself forward. And what I mean by fuel is you really kind of have to think of it as, and I mean, because of course you're going to be hurt. You're going to be a little angry. You're going to be pissed, whatever. So where does that energy go? What can you do with that energy? And I think you either have to just get bitter, which is what a lot of people do. Get bitter and... and or get better. Bitter or better. Oh my gosh. There you go, Vicky. That's, that's one of my other little catchphrases, <laughs> especially being divorced. You either get bitter or you get better. <laughs> oh, you know, I haven't heard that, but that is priceless. And I think it is so true. Um, So that's what I did is I used it as fuel to get better. And better I did get. Um, And then the following year I had, uh, I don't know how many team members I had at that point, but it was definitely enough people on my team that I felt like, wow, you know, I really did make a change and, and create this, beautiful experience for people and get people I mean it was a lot of work don't get me wrong a lot of work but uh but I did propel myself forward and use that that experience to create a team and eventually become you know the most sought after experience in my area because nobody was even offering that at the time so yeah I feel bad for the girls that ghosted you because they missed out big time. Exactly. And that's the best comeback is to be better, stronger, and have people wishing that they would have made a different choice. Yeah. And I don't know. I think for other people it could work differently. But for me, I really love just kind of reflecting back on that experience a lot every time something similar happens and also you know on those days that you feel still pretty low you know you've gotten rejected or whatever and you're feeling low and you're feeling like you know is this even worth it what if it doesn't work I think for me what really helped is imagining like I think you have to put it in your mind's eye imagine those girls someday looking at your website, looking at your Instagram and actually having that feeling of regret. And that's what I really, I mean, it sounds kind of, I, not that I want people to like regret. Oh my gosh. You know, I didn't work with Michelle Cuppy, the worst thing in the world, but I think you do have to use it as fuel, not just once or twice, but I think it has to be like a daily kind of reminder that that's what you're, you're going for. You're going for people to, to, feel like they missed out. Right. And it's not always, I mean, we're not always going to get picked. We're not always going to win things. We're not always going to have a successful win in that moment. It's what we do with that moment that is going to determine our path with our business, with our life, with anything. I mean, you can insert any scenario in that and you're either going to be bitter or you're going to be better. Well, you know, as you're just sitting there talking about that, it makes me think, 
well, what if I did win at every single thing that I did and every single venture that I ever did was successful? Well, then what would be the the point? point? Yeah. So instead of getting hung up on those failures, use them for what they're good for, which is to propel you forward. And remember that, you know, things would be kind of pointless if you just got everything you wanted. There would be nothing to work for. There'd be no motivation. And I look at failure as an opportunity for growth. Personally, that's how I view it. It's that moment that I have to decide what am I going to do with what is in front of me? I mean, I had, I I can remember one very distinct moment where someone underestimated me. And, And you see the memes going across Facebook, underestimate me, that'll be fun. Um, it was kind of that moment before I was a photographer, I did printing for boutiques across the country. I made these cute little Warhol prints of their photos. I've always dabbled in photography in some realm before I was quote unquote mm-hmm. photographer. And, you know, it got to the point that we would, um, I would go into Photoshop and I would create, I had a business partner at the time, we would take ultrasounds and we would have them on canvas and we'd have cute sayings over them and put cute little backgrounds on them and they could hang it in the nursery and they sold like crazy and I had a large format printer so I would be printing the canvases and we would be stretching them on a light table here and shipping them out it was like a whole little operation it was crazy and um, the partnership broke up and I was like well what am I going to do in this moment and so I'm looking at this equipment that I inherited in the broken up partnership. And I decided because I was going to look at what I know. Well, we visited Sandals Resorts and Beaches Resorts all the time back in the day. And they would have people that would walk around, take your photo all day long and sell you prints. So I said to someone at that point who was one of the most significant people in my life, I thought they were my partner in life, that I was going to contact Sandals Resorts and I was going to print canvases of those photos. And I got laughed off the kitchen table. It was like, (laughs) get out of here. This is ridiculous. Well, that fueled me Mm -hmm. because I wanted to have that I can do this moment. Yeah. And so I spent a week tracking down the person in charge of the photographers. And I got a meeting with them. And they hired me. Wow. And so for seven years, I was the sole photo and gift pro- er, provider for Sandals Resorts. <laughs> and it was I to the point it. that the uh, person who laughed at me, when I got told that I was going to get the job, they were going to test me out with Beaches, Turks, and Caicos first. They had no idea that it was just me in my basement doing this. <laughs> <laughs> they thought that I was some big company. They did not ask me, so I wasn't deceiving them insert my lawyeries. Um, so th- they tested me with Turks and Caicos, which is one, was at the time one of their biggest properties. I was able to handle the load. Turnaround had to be three business days. It ba- they wanted it basically there when the client arrived home or shortly thereafter. Wow. So then I got all the sandals and beaches. And then we got invited when they partnered with Martha Stewart Weddings to come with her team and do like a big training for everyone and talk about new photo and gifts. So it was crazy. Oh my gosh. Um, And when I got told 
that they were going to test me out with the first resort, this person's friend came over and he brought me flowers and a card that said, you did it. Wow. Because he had watched me through the years and Mm -hmm. he knew that no meant not yet for me. So I have to ask (laughs) if, if that person had just been like, well, go for it, I guess, if you want to and whatever, might you not have had the same level of of motivation? I mean, Vicky's Vicky, so I don't know. Maybe you still would have done it. But I think maybe you had a little bit of extra gumption knowing <laughs> that a big part of the win was not going to just be the job, but proving that person wrong. There's two sides to the gumption factor. Mm. If they would have been supportive... I wouldn't have wanted to look bad. So I would have worked as hard to secure it. Since they chose to not be supportive, I wanted to go for the petty side and be like, I'm going to show you. Yeah. And it worked out both ways. And they could have said no. They could have laughed at me. But I spent three months sending samples until I got the yes. It wasn't an instant phone call scheduled meeting. It was three months of back and forth. Well, that could be a whole nother podcast, and we might actually just have to do that about <laughs> Vicky's no means not yet, because I love that. And I think that that is huge, especially in this industry. You may be putting content out there for years, and then somebody eventually comes to you and says, I have to hire you. I've been watching you for two years. Did you know that that person has been watching you all that time? No. no. But... Or, you know, there's something like what you're talking about where you're trying to get a job or, you know, maybe you're freelancing or whatever. Um, I think we are going to have to make that be another podcast. (laughs) Well, I think that the big takeaway from both your experience with the model crew and my experience with the resorts is that don't underestimate us. We can do this. Or do underestimate us so that we can take that and and use it as fuel. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. Yeah, so I guess we're going to end this podcast today with the question, what are you going to do? Are you going to play the victim or are you going to prove them wrong? I say prove them wrong. I'm going to prove them wrong. What will you do? That's a wrap for this episode of the Senior Style Guide Real Talk Podcast. We are so excited that you guys are joining us and just want to say a heartfelt thank you. We realize there are so many podcasts out there that you have the option to listen to, and it really means the world that you are joining us and giving up a part of your day and ultimately just joining in on part of the conversation and the community. In addition, make sure you are joining us over on Facebook in the Senior Style Guide group, where photographers from across the globe contribute, give their input, and their advice and share their experiences to help other photographers grow and learn. We would love for you to join us over there as well. We look forward to seeing you become part of the conversation. If you haven't had a chance to hit that subscribe button below, please take a second to do that. It makes sure you keep up to date on all the content that we are putting out there. And we have tons of Real Talk episodes coming to you throughout the year from industry leaders and members of the Senior Style Guide community. Thank you for joining us, and we cannot wait to have you as part of our community and listening to future episodes.